0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You can now get paid
1: for using Bitcoin's Lightning Network, but only a little. Good evening. I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from August Fourteenth, Two 2018. The AirSwap decentralized exchange is upgrading its tech to handle any size Ethereum trades. And coders renew efforts to fork mining giant Bitmain off the SciAcoin blockchain. Plus, we'll finish up the podcast today by speaking with Coindesk researcher Peter Ryan about the market's recent red and how Bitcoin has held its dominance even still. But first, a word from our sponsor, Saeed Business School at the University of Oxford. Master Financial Technology Online with the 10-week Oxford Fintech Programme. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. You can now get paid a little for using Bitcoin's Lightning Network. Those running Lightning nodes are earning a little extra Bitcoin, but a very little. With Lightning fees around a fraction of a cent, Alex Bosworth, one of Lightning's prominent application developers, reported a monthly income for running a Lightning node at roughly $2. While earnings are meager now, the emerging fee market is a sign of how the network will develop over time. Stepping back, in order to send a payment to someone, that payment will typically bounce across different nodes on the Lightning network before it reaches the recipient. Now each node operator has the option of charging a small fee for carrying the payment a part of the way. This could worry some crypto enthusiasts, who see the Lightning Network as a beacon of hope for making the cryptocurrency competitive with traditional online payments rails again, especially as it relates to micropayments. But according to many developers, fees for Lightning payments should continue to remain low even as network adoption grows. For instance, one developer notes that credit cards charge around 3%, and so Lightning will probably be orders of magnitude cheaper than credit cards going forward. Read more about that at coindesk.com. Decentralized exchange AirSwap has added tools meant to attract institutional investors to its platform. Revealed exclusively to CoinDesk today, AirSwap is launching an interface for over-the-counter block trading, which adds a chat feature that allows traders to negotiate the terms privately. Large, sophisticated investors often prefer trading this way rather than broadcasting a large order publicly that has the potential to move the market. Additionally, the new interface includes an identity verification layer performed externally by a regulated money service business called WIRE. This new function will help institutional players comply with regulations that require them to know who they are trading with. Still, the roadblocks to the institutional use of DEXs, or decentralized exchanges, are significant. A lack of accountability is one of the deal breakers for big money investors. And further, in practice, decentralized systems are often less efficient than centralized platforms. The company is adding these features in the hopes that they could address the concerns that have kept DEX-curious institutional investors at bay. Coders renew efforts to fork mining giant Bitmain off the Siacoin blockchain. Obelisk, a startup that aims to offer alternative mining equipment for decentralized storage protocol Siacoin, has proposed code to fork the network in an effort to make the blockchain ASIC-resistant. The new code would make obsolete the mining hardware recently designed by China-based mining hardware firm Bitmain. In an email to its community members, an Obelisk representative wrote, quote, this will give the SIA community the ability to fork and could invalidate all non-Obelisk SIA coin ASIC miners on the fork chain, end quote. The news showcases how cryptocurrency communities are responding to the expanding business interests of Bitmain. The company which is seen as a boogeyman to summon the crypto community, revealed last week that it's seeking to raise one of the largest ever initi- initial public offerings or IPOs. Obelisk, led by Sciacoin core developer David Boric, is a community-funded ASIC manufacturer that has garnered significant attention for its efforts. Even though it was beat to market by Bitmain's launch of Sciacoin ASICs, according to the team, the code is set to be released in the coming weeks. Plus, the mining hardware that the team created is also almost complete, and the company, quote, expects to begin shipping units this week, end quote. The most important conference in crypto comes to Asia this fall. CoinDesk Consensus Conference lands in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindesk.com slash events. And now we've got Coindesk researcher Peter Ryan here to speak about what's no doubt been on everyone's minds the past few days, the down market. Peter, tell us a little bit about what you guys on the research team have dug up as it relates to the crypto market seeing pretty significant declines over the past seven days.
2: Hey there. Yeah, as... Everyone can feel viscerally right now. The markets are going down. We've seen about an average of about a 20 to 30% seven-day decline in prices. Uh, When we look at specific cryptocurrencies, we find that um, Ethereum Classic has suffered a 37% loss in price, which is one of the top ones. Uh, Looking on the other end of the spectrum, who's lost the least, we find it's Bitcoin at 9% loss. Um, so, it's interesting to look at how across the board we're seeing this correlation of all coins uh, tanking to a degree. And that goes back to some other findings we, we've had where we look at the performances over time and often find an average of a 0.8 positive correlation between every other coin and Bitcoin, indicating that um, general movements tend to go together.
1: I see. And what do you think is causing some of those declines? I know it's hard to speculate, but just some some sort of thoughts.
2: Sure. So it could be potential FUD that is out there, you know, animal spirits really kicking in this week. But, uh, you know, in a more broad sense, uh, the stock market is doing well. We have a strong dollar. There's a lot of uh, positive developments in traditional markets, which could be, pushing people away from alternative investments like cryptocurrencies.
1: Okay, so usually when the stock market is doing well, we see declines in the cryptocurrency markets?
2: Um, usually we do find a given uh, pull between markets suffering in the traditional uh realm and then crypto markets doing well, or usually some sort of vice versa. Now there are some pockets where there might be differences around the world where you might still find premiums, but across the board, uh, we are seeing a dip in the market.
1: Interesting. And then so even with the markets looking pretty red, you found that of all the cryptocurrencies Bitcoin has seen the least amount of decline over the past week. Talk to us about this idea of Bitcoin dominance, which has really been going through the social channels.
2: Yeah, one of the uh, silver linings of this broad downturn this past week has been the resurgence of Bitcoin uh, in the Bitcoin Dominance Index, which tracks uh, how Bitcoin is doing in terms of the market share of the entire crypto market in relation to all other alternative cryptocurrencies out there. And so this week, we actually saw Bitcoin hit a 50-50 split with all the And then coming into today, um, it's now topped about 56% and it's hovering around 54% right now. So what a lot of Bitcoin maximalist thinkers out there are are celebrating that, you know, Bitcoin has shown that it can be the dominant coin. And in the midst of all this chaos and uh, negativity, uh, Bitcoin seems to be this safe harbor crypto asset.
1: Interesting. And so you guys also did a sentiment survey recently asking Coindesk readers what they think about several currencies, including Bitcoin and Ethereum and I think Dash. Um, tell us some of the more interesting beliefs and attitudes people had had about the market right now and both on the good and bad spectrum.
2: Sure. So focusing in on Bitcoin, we asked our Q2 survey respondents for more of a long-term outlook and you know how they're feeling about the currency. So for Bitcoin, they ended up saying that you know, 70% of them think it's positive, it's heading in the right direction, uh, while 18% think it's negative. Okay. Um, so overall, the long term viewpoint, I think, of a lot of investors seem to be that Bitcoin is is going to hold steady, and that this, you know, one week downturn might not be all that significant in the long run. Uh, Looking at other coins like Ethereum, we also found significant positive sentiment where with the same question, um, respondents said that 66% of them said that they feel positive about um, the outlook of Ethereum. When looking at smaller cryptocurrencies, though, uh, we do find there's more of a mixed reaction and, and even Uh, those choosing the neutral option. So for Zcash, we saw 60% of respondents saying they are neutral on the outlook of Zcash. When asking about Dash, 62% said they were neutral on the outlook. So within the top cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ethereum, it does seem there is a stronger long-term vision that these are going to be on a positive trajectory. However, once you start going down in the market cap uh, rankings, uh, people are a little bit more uneasy and unsure about the future success of some of those coins.
1: Interesting. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Peter. Thank you. Late Confirmation is brought to you by the Said Business School at Oxford University. You can now study FinTech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- and entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. And for more on today's stories, and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can find us also on Twitter at Coindesk. And if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this has been Late Confirmation.
2: The Podglomerate. Sonic Universe.